Hey there, welcome back to Teen Techies. I'm Anushka. I'm Rashima. And I'm Prisha. We're all affected by marketing and advertising every day, whether we realize it or not. And in fact, technology plays a crucial role in the development of marketing techniques. In today's episode, we'll be discussing the impact of technology on marketing and advertising. So without further ado, let's get into it. Hey guys, so welcome back to Teen Techies. We are on episode two of season two, if I'm correct. Um, Now, like we say in every episode, it's crazy that we're already here. We've been doing this for like six months-ish now. Um, And, you know, all three of us have really enjoyed, you know, talking about technology, um, meeting new people, and just we want to continue doing it. Um, So as you heard in today's episode, we're going to be talking about marketing and technology, which is something a little different that we talked about before. So we're kind of connecting it back to that business aspect, which really interests um, all three of us. But but before we get into the actual episode, how are you guys doing today? Uh, It's been like four weeks or five, I think, since your year started. And I'm feeling burned out, which is very sad. I'm like done with everything I'm just kind of like it feels a lot like last year you know like the ending of last year is kind of just like so I have to get to this day I just have like specific like dates I'm like I just have to get to the end of Thanksgiving break or like you know right before Thanksgiving break and then I'll be good um so yeah it's, it's been tiring that's what it's been like, yeah it feels like how it was in May when like with the AP tests we were like we just have to get through the physics test. We just have to get through the world history test and then the comp sci test. And then after that, we thought we were done, but then you get like 10 more things you have to do after that. Exactly. So like right now, my goal is just to get, like we just finished the Labor Day weekend. And so right now my goal is to get the, to, is to get to the next long weekend, which is in October. So two more weeks. And That's going to be a horrible long weekend though. Cause I think right after that, we have our PSAT so oh my god (laughs) (laughs) so yeah as you can tell we're all feeling very burnt out I feel like I don't know I feel like school should do something to like and um yeah and also the people who are listening if you were one of those people took the SAT scores I hope you did very well Um, oh yeah they came out yesterday I believe yeah no because so, uh, some of the people at my school like did really well on it and then some you know they thought they didn't do really well but they did pretty good like given the distribution I guess it was mm-hmm. one of my friends got her SAT score back I think yesterday or the day before and so yesterday in Calc um we were just looking at the I think college board SAT memes yeah yeah so that that was an experience I didn't know those exist but yeah me neither <laughs> um yeah. But yeah, so feeling very burnt out, but we have hopefully a great episode for you guys in store today. So we can just go ahead and get into that. Um, I think, Rashima, you want to start? Yeah, so we're going to be talking about, as we said, technology and marketing. So um, we have these targeted mar- targeting marketing. So what does that mean? So target marketing is when a company targets a specific group of customers for their product through uh, advertising. So suppose um, like it identifies an audience, which is likely to buy or uh, like, suppose you go to the gym, right? And you put in your name. So like if suppose a sporting brand and you on, on Instagram or like, you know, 
some social on Google, you always constantly find like, oh, like, you know, I need sportswear or athletic wear. Then these like co companies um, like Nike, they'll start sending like advertising things on like, you know, oh, we have a sale going like 50% off. And then you'll get spam email, like let's be like 50% off. So they uh, tend to identify audience that likely, that, that are likely to buy their services or products. And also like the influencers who tend to promote these services or products. Um, uh, they're also part of these companies targeted marketing group. Um, and also, so like how they're, the, um, so that's like what marketing target, like when someone says like targeted marketing, that's what it means that you get specific ads or um, things according to your preferences. Um, and then uh, uh, how they release it. So how they're released into, you know, your our daily lives basically is when um, they, you, you go on Google. So like, I'm just giving this example because it's really hard to describe that example. So suppose you go on Google and you like, you know, search up um, notebooks. You're, you're a very nerdy person. Like I'm a very nerdy person. So I get like my, I go and search up, you know, notebooks. So I tend to get a lot of like five-star ads, like, you know, the company five-star. Um, and they collect this data. So I'll be like, you know, I'll be looking at what, what a good binder like has, or like, you know, what, what notebook should I get? And the Google connects this, like connects this data with bigger companies. Like they share this data that, oh yeah, this person looked, you know, these things up. And these companies eliminate, eliminate, that was a bad like word. I'm sorry about that. But these companies like take out these individuals who are, who are you know, they have their social is like, oh, five-star notebooks and stuff like that. And then after identifying a key audience, like they're just like, oh yeah, these people like tend to go and look for like school supplies or they're looking for school supplies right now. Um, they'll specifically like start targeting. So like your Facebook account might be filled with like, like school supplies offers or like 50% off at Target school supplies. Um, and you all might also get like, you know, on some platforms you put in like your Gmail accounts or your phone number, you might start getting texts from like these brand, like brand ambassadors, I think they're just like, hello like would you like to promote our like you know thing to other friends or like do this give there's this key and um and once the company follows the result like and then once the company like you know they see which like how these people are responding to these emails brands promotional like um, banners of ads or something they collect this result and to see if their campaign was successful and they they like tweak like make changes to their entire campaign. They're like, okay, you know, this person skipped the ad on YouTube because they were trying to watch a video or something. So they're like, okay, maybe that's not a good idea. Maybe they can do like on Instagram when you're searching your stories, like they might just put like a brief ad. Um, and then that determines success of their target marketing um, success. Um, so yeah, and I think it's a pretty like decent idea, like the way they do it. Like, you know, you're on your phone constantly. So you're like bound to, and like given that our, world is like very very like technology based now it also makes sense in a way like there's no more like you know i don't i don't know about you guys but i i go to the mall i went to the mall recently but there's like even less like banners outside like you know you wouldn't know the store has a sale going on until you like check your phone and i think that's like kind of like you know it's up and down because but yeah i think it's it's a pretty decent idea given that more people get interested into this um yeah what about what do you guys yeah, I mean, I think it, like, it's also important to like think about how like all of these apps that we use are like somehow like connected um, in terms of like the data that you that they share like with each other. So like you'll be I don't know looking for a certain piece of clothing um, 
what's well, a brand Hollister you'll be looking for like a, maybe a shirt from Hollister on Google and then you go on Instagram and then you see an ad for Hollister and then you go on Facebook you see the another ad for Hollister so it's it's very like creepy in the way that they kind of are all connected and they're all sharing data with each other even like um buying certain items I mean I know I had a teacher last year who had like this picture frame in like the back of his like uh room I think preacher knows what I'm talking about but um he like it was on a zoom call and he was just like I guess just like teaching us like uh before the AP test and stuff obviously because it was all virtual and then he was getting ads for like the same like picture frame or like the same like uh things the same like similar items to the picture frame and so it's very weird to think that like they could be on your zoom calls they could be watching what's happening right now and collecting more and more data and stuff and I think this kind of all feeds into the whole we did this episode I think a couple of months ago about the different algorithms I think Rashima you were like yeah. that was your thing right like you did the different algorithms on TikTok and Instagram if I'm correct so yeah that whole thing is like really crazy how like Anushka was saying everything is connected and um I don't know if this came to you guys but I I update like my phone updated I think a couple of weeks ago and so since then the first time I open any app now it'll ask me will you allow this app to track your data or something um did that happen to you guys or yeah not? I don't, my, uh, I don't, I don't even update my phone anymore. I yes. have a really old phone. <laughs> so, but um, like, um, with that whole updating thing, like, um, I mean, I noticed this kind of, I don't know if this is like really, if it's related to the whole tracking of data and stuff, but I clicked no on some of the apps. And so then like, you know, um, I guess the ads kind of were a bit less, um, directed towards me, you could say. So it's crazy to think how like without knowing before um, when it had access to like all the data and whatnot, then you'd get things that match you so well, which could be like really good or really bad as we'll get to further on in my segment, I guess. But yeah. Um, yeah. And also I think um, I, I, I'm pretty sure like these campaigns are like a subconscious kind of like they're the gossip of like the internet world I guess like you could say that because like they're constantly telling each other oh yeah like you know she looked at this thing and like oh but on here like she looked at and they kind of come together so I feel like it's like even like it per- like pertains a certain aspect of humanness to it I guess because you know there's I, I Indian aunties are like you know like they, they, like they'll ask you stuff and they'll share with other people um, and I guess that's just like a, or like even like you know aunties or like teachers in general, like they'll ask you this, like you know how your classes are going in, like how's your homework in this class, and they'll confer with other teachers. So I guess on subconscious level, it's kind of like human aspects in it as well. So I think that's really cool. Yeah, and we had to connect it to the aunties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, you know there are benefits to it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, I think we, without further ado, we could go into the next segment. So I think, I yeah, yours. yeah, just like one thing I wanted to add um, to Rishima's thing, which I just thought of, um, it's like, I feel like people aren't educated on like the whole like data or like the 
selling personal information or like the cookies even like I know people who will just be like oh I'm just gonna accept all the cookies I even like cookies sound good too yeah like, we talked about this before we talked like, about this in Spanish actually do you remember in yeah mm-hmm. yeah. Like, yeah I always just accept all the cookies and I hope that one day it doesn't come back to haunt me exactly <laughs> so like that's it has to do with like the education uh, mm-hmm. aspect of it too like if people don't know about it then they won't like be like they won't try to take um actions to prevent their like personal information from being taken and used for you know even like malicious um intent but I remember watching this one um uh like tech documentary on Netflix I think it was called like the social dilemma and it was yeah it was it was it was like showing like the worst things that could happen if you use technology and how like these things are all like collecting data about you is it was really interesting actually like uh if either of you have seen it and something I think like on that whole note of the lack of education on different subjects of you know dangers on um technology social media whatnot that's something I feel like might increase in the years to come like you know with future generations because um just looking at how our own like general education like not not academic wise but um learning about things such as um cyberbullying yeah or um like see 20 30 years ago our, our parents didn't learn about cyberbullying mm-hmm. um in school I don't even think they learned about normal bullying <laughs> <laughs> no um but like yeah I guess and also like even like because of social media nowadays like even the most like younger generations i i know we talked about this but like they were like five like fifth graders are getting like social medias nowadays and like that also increases awareness from like if you're like you know educated like you've been in that realm for like since you were 10 then you're bound to like know some things that they're just like no no like you, you don't talk to strangers on the internet like that's just that's i think that's a very common like saying now I, but I, or like even like on the internet like adding that part is also like it's become a very common saying for our parents was don't talk to strangers on the street but just like don't talk to strangers anywhere like you know you don't know like catfishing is a big topic I guess like in high school once you get to high school you know like there's like you know there might be catfishers like you gotta yeah so I guess like as these like uses increase then there's going to be more information I think like if you go back like like in this time travel scenario if you were to like go back 20 30 40 years and like tell our parents or grandparents that one day like the the thing you're going to be warning is don't talk to strangers on the internet or don't bully people online or like don't add back every single person who sends you a follow request then they'd be like no the thing is don't talk to strangers on this like you're saying yeah I mean it's crazy to think about like what would like how we're discussing this now what would it be in like in the future 30 40 years like what will be the different um I guess education topics then Mm -hmm. yeah just some things to think about yeah definitely I think that's a good segue into um the next topic that we have here which is kind of how AI is used in marketing and advertising and so we've talked about just generally how technology used but is used but I think one of the biggest you know ways that technology is used is through artificial intelligence and we've done a whole episode um on artificial intelligence if you're more interested definitely go check that out but I think you know relating to marketing and advertising AI is probably not only the future of our like world but also the future 
of advertising. And where that comes from is we have so much data in our world. Like we said, like uh, people's names, phone numbers, favorite items, things like that. And so that, you know, it's good for advertisers to have that because their main goal is to uh, give you things that you're more likely to buy and make money on that. But obviously with all that data, it takes a lot of time to process it if just a human was trying to go through it all. Um, and that's really where AI comes in. So AI kind of detects um, your patterns in advertising and then it predicts what changes can be made to increase the performance. Um, and this, it does it all that all of that within a few seconds, whereas it would take a human like days, weeks, um, months even to process all of that data and go through it all. Um, but just some other facts about AI and marketing and advertising is it increases profits, um, reduces expenses and creates other advantages for companies who utilize it. And it also makes, um, you know, the companies have like more of a competitive advantage as well compared to um, other companies, because if company A is using AI to um, target people and do more advertising and get more profits that way, they're obviously going to be better off than company B, who is just using, you know, the general methods of marketing and advertising, um, going door to door, I feel like was a big thing a couple of years ago, not even a couple, like 10 years ago for marketing and advertising. Um, so like, like I said, um, company A will be better off, but and um, kind of the last big thing with AI and marketing and advertising is the whole idea of personaliz personalization. I cannot speak to personalization. So if, you know, again, with like the human thing, a, another human is not going to be able to look at, you know, a group of humans or a single human and kind of per like personalize each and every ad that that other person is going to get towards them. Um, based on their personal information, but, you know, the AI can do this really easily. And so with that personalization, it creates more targeted marketing, like we were talking about before, where you can really pinpoint what that person likes doing, what they're interested in, um, what they dislike, and you can really give them ads that are going to be likely to make them buy the items and so that's where you get scrolling on instagram for hours and hours with like different i think there's like a shop section on instagram and different items or scrolling on amazon because it's just going to keep giving you things that they know that you like and obviously if you like something it's going to be hard to kind of separate yourself from that so um it kind of just creates another like vicious cycle you just going and using the ai and it is suggesting more things to you and then the pattern continues um but yeah that was kind of my spiel on that so what do you guys think i think um i i agree with your statement that ai is like the future of advertising just seeing mm -hmm. how like that like I, like you said with the whole development of you know at first we used to go door to door for advertising and such and now you can just like um i i was Anushka, you had your TEDx event last year and I was one of the marketing and communications officers yeah. for that. And so like we didn't go around with like giant posters and say, exactly. TEDx use at CHS is happening, please come. Like we did it sitting, I did it literally sitting where I'm sitting right now 
like going on my phone and texting a bunch of people and then making these posters and putting them on Instagram or whatnot and you know just doing it like that um but I guess if you were to do this event like 10 years ago you'd have to you know go outside and put these posters up and advertise yeah and also like the walk you have to walk around like you know like Mm -hmm. you know those old movies you watch like they go around and they're like like you know like oh this event is happening at this place or bar and then to make things even like worse or better at the time I guess you just invite the local people like you know with these targeted advertising you get people like all over the world but this one is just like a really small from like I feel really bad for like the musicians at the time like you know they didn't have like social media to like you know or even like target like I get targeted like Spotify I listen to a lot of Spotify I get like targeted like as for that too and I feel really bad for the like the musicians but probably really good but they couldn't get like international following exactly and like for like so many artists now it's so easy when they release an album to just get a bunch of people listening like I remember like my brother is really into rap and hip-hop so like Drake will release something on Instagram and my brother will be listening to his music within like a matter of seconds or minutes um and like a lot of people do that same thing for Kanye West's album which I shouldn't bring up his name because Prisha has some interesting opinions on him but we won't get into that here yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, see we're all like okay, I don't know but I'm not a huge fan of rap like I'll, I'll listen to yeah, it same. I wouldn't go and like personally like look into it yeah um, yeah um yeah. like with, with the whole thing of like AI being the future of advertising like what I was saying before um something I wanted to, I wanted to just add with that is I feel like there are also um some limitations maybe with that um because if you if you think about it like uh we've talked about this before but with AI with robots and all of that fun stuff um you're always gonna miss that aspect of emotion and you said that like, you know, you can have personalization, but you don't have that aspect of human emotion and just like human emotional connection. I think that was the, spe- uh, the specific wording we were using a couple months ago. But um, like, if you think about like an election, how an election may, um, you can do like all of that going, uh, like, you know, um, going on Instagram or Twitter and doing like advertising that way. And that really does help. Um, and it, it gets a pretty good reach, but at the same time, um, you know, like, uh, this is what one of my dad's friends, um, I think she told me one time that she was going around to endorsing for this one candidate in California. Um, this was about a year or two ago. And so you'd go door to door and you'd kind of explain like, this is what's happening. And these are, these are the problems we're facing. And this is how this candidate can help and this is how you can help this candidate and help like your community and so I feel like that's something that you couldn't do over technology or over AI you could target mm-hmm. those people but you're still missing that whole aspect of human connection yeah yeah I mean I agree I think there are definitely ways to get around that through like um uh, like Instagram like videos on Instagram Instagram lives that type of oh. things um but it's definitely like harder I would say to do and like I mean even now I feel like once in a while you still get people like going door to door um trying to do their advertising that way but I think a lot of the time people don't normally open the door 
Um, at this point, I mean, first of all, because everything is so commercialized um, and technologized, if that's a word, <laughs> everybody can, you know, you can find those ads and everything online without actually having to interact with the person, which is good for like introverts sometimes. <laughs> but um, um, that's true that they, you do miss that human connection. Uh, and also like adding on to Krisha's um, topic, I guess. Um, I don't know. I don't know how many of you listeners are in California, but like, as some of you may know, like there's a voting for the governor again. And a lot of like you, I get so many ads. It's because I probably live in California, but it's just like Bernie Sanders or Barack Obama. And they're just like recalling Cal- like, you know, Gavin Newsom has been such a good leader in time of crisis. Like we should, I'm just like, I'm not even 18 yet. Like I can't even like, you know, but I guess that's like one way to like, you know, promote the youth. Because like it, it's like everywhere it's on my school devices. Like I'll open my school device and that be like the first thing. Like I go to Google, that's like the first thing I see. So it's like we like go and vote for Gavin Newsom. And I'm just like I will once I turn eighteen. But like, um. But then you know, like I tell my parents, and they they tell like you know their friends. So I guess that's an effective way to like do this because you annoy the youth so much at one point that you have to go and tell your parents like you know this. I keep trying to get, but I don't know what to do about it. So they know, and they're sort of like, oh, but what does that say? And you're like blah 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 and you're like oh that's so cool like we could use that it's like okay yeah. i think kind of the same thing in texas like we're not having our election until next november i believe yeah right? november 2022 but there is for those of you who've been watching the news lately there has been a lot of pretty crazy stuff happening in texas that we won't go too much into detail for but my entire like my entire tiktok my entire instagram page like I'll, I'll just keep scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and all you have are um, the different, I think they're called reels on Instagram or yeah. the TikToks um, talking about these. And at the, at the end of most of them, there's always like, um, a, like a, a petition or something. They normally put something you can do, um, whether it's something that's like a petition or calling up your representatives um, to something as simple as like, please go tell your parents or, you know, like this is happening and we need to take action for it. So like, you know, you advertising can be done that way too. So um, yeah, I think Rashima's keen on saying something. Okay, so um, a key note, like for my, you know, avid readers out there, we're in our English class, like we're reading The Crucible. I don't know how many of you read The Crucible for oh, like just a read reason. Yeah. yeah. Watch Crucible on Monday. Oh, okay. we have a yeah. writing. Yeah, mm-hmm. we, we are reading it currently, so we're in Act One. And for those of you who don't know, like this is like uh, the backdrop of like a Puritan thing, and it's like fear among like you know Salem and witch trials, basically all those trials. And the keynote was that like to save themselves, the women would like point to like people they didn't even like know like were witches, um, and they just be like she did it, even though like there was no like actual proof, like the, the, it was just the word of the kids, and the thing that like you know the uh, the abortion ban that's been going on in texas um our english shout out to mrs p right now like i'll tell her to listen to this but she we were talking about this in class and like you know the student brings up the fact you know crucible and the abortion act like i think the abortion act also like a like a form where you can go and be like yeah like this person was helping like someone Mm -hmm. abort like yeah so um we started talking about that in class and that just like brings the whole point of like you know, this is happening in Texas, but we know about it now. And through technology, like they're able to like, there's so many people. And it's just like, 
it's just an ongoing cycle and my English teacher's like this is why we're in the crucible like you know there's there's often historical connections that can be made so yeah and that's for like deep nerds whoever like you are out there that was I think that's you know chat um but back to topic <laughs> yeah a lot of pretty crazy stuff going on right now so I think that also raises the whole idea of how marketing and advertising doesn't just need to be done for products also for um ideas like I said with petitions and um like how Rashima said with election and voting you need to advertise for a lot of things and that's why I think we get hit with advertising so much without realizing it but yeah um if anyone if no one has anything else to add on this then I think we can go on to the next topic um so th this is kind of um my segment basically um and so this is uh at first dance or at first listen um you might not it doesn't start off very um technology based but it's basically about ethics and i promise that once i talk about it for a couple minutes it will tie back to, back to technology so don't leave just yet but um ethics is something that i think is a really prominent growing discussion especially in technology we've talked about this before with the train um What's it called? Is it the train? train? I don't even know if there's a, a like title for it, but essentially like the train, like AI deciding if the train will continue forward or if it will go on a different path. Yeah. So um, I think we've talked about this before, but just as like a refresher or um, introduction for anyone who may not have heard of this before, there's a pretty common ethics test or scenario. Um, and there, there's really no right or wrong answer with this, but it is like the scenario of imagine you are in control of a train and the train can either go left or right. It has to go either left or right. If it goes right, then it will go over maybe five, ten innocent civilians who you don't know, whom you don't know. Is it who or whom? I think it's whom. Right? Oh, do not remind I don't or don't do this right now. Grammar is not Sorry. So right side, find people, you don't know them. Um, and left side, maybe your best friend or family member. And so the question is, if you had to choose one side to go on, which side would you go on? And this is a pretty common discussion. And like I said, there's no right or wrong, right or wrong answer to it. But that's just kind of my segue into ethics. So ethics can also be seen in uh, target marketing, which Rishima was talking about. So when you have target marketing, the thing is you can, it's pretty easy to have access to, um, I'm, I'm not sure if that's the right wording, but access to different populations. Some people may be what we're gonna call um, maybe vulnerable populations and some people that may be um, like conscious consumers. And so when you have target marketing used for the wrong reasons, you'd call that unethical target marketing. And that could include anything from like lying, deception, manipulation, threats used against the said um, vulnerable populations. And the these populations are most likely to be um, the elderly, children, or uneducated 
uneducated consumers, which this kind of ties into what Anushka was talking about as well with the whole idea of, you know, education about different, um, I don't like security, privacy stuff. Um, and even with marketing, you don't want to be in a position where you're going to have like some marketer, um, not not physically like come up to you, but like on Instagram or Twitter. I, I don't know. Does Twitter give ads? I don't use Twitter. So no idea. Okay, well, Instagram, TikTok, whatever you're on. Um, you don't want to be in a position where you're going to get an ad um, on there and that ad may have anything with like false information or um you know contacting without your own consent um and so that's how you get unethical marketing and so um to tie this back to target marketing specifically um actually like talking about marketing as a whole that kind of raises the question of is all marketing unethical because if you're gonna do something where like you're using the biggest parts of your product or of your idea that you need to advertise and you're giving it to people um then some may argue that that's like that whole idea is unethical just because um you know you're not i don't know how to properly word this but like you might be exploiting people mm -hmm. based on fear or their disadvantages or by tricking them and so that's kind of another discussion in itself if you guys have any I think Rashima do you have something um, um no I'm just saying that uh we have like you know those ads on like you know YouTube or whatever like they'll be like promoting some sort of medicine like they'll be and you always notice that there's like you know some front like family like going in the background and they're like you know you should take this pill but then people tend to miss it there's a woman in the background who's just like this might be and there she's speaking the side effects so fast like she's like talking right she'll be like the side effects might be death or just be like you won't listen to it because you're like intent on watching and like or skipping and many people don't realize like there are so many side effects to like certain medicines or like that yeah. and i guess like and the company could just be like no no we like inform you guys like like we told you guys but like that's your fault that you didn't listen so i guess like it works both ways yeah, yeah. That, that was an example I wanted I wanted to come to actually with um like I said the elderly are one um type I guess of vulnerable I can't say that how do you say that vulnerable one, vulnerable I can't even go vulnerable <laughs> I can't do it nope okay vulnerable populations so an example of that is elderly elderly so I think they off the elderly may often have like hearing issues or um you know just physical issues that come with age like naturally come with age and so if you're um like you said they they give you these um uh the, the things like this can help you this can keep you alive or this can um reduce your pain by so much if you're using fear in that then that's an example of unethical marketing and if you're using like, like at the end where it says side effects may include blah, 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 death, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, and like kind of that can be argued that you're exploiting their inability to maybe hear or comprehend everything completely. But then the marketing company on the other hand can also say, no, we informed you and we put it at the bottom, like so you can read it. And it was on there for a good 
2.5 seconds so <laughs> you have no excuse yeah yeah I think the biggest thing actually with that is like the whole idea of transparency like um you know I mean I guess with the medicine you could argue that they're being transparent by quickly putting it at the end but a lot of just ads in general don't put that transparent thing of you know obviously everything has some sort of like negative to it and so I think being transparent about that is important and I think you know I feel like consumers appreciate sometimes when the company is as transparent as possible obviously not like degrading their own products because you're not going to get any consumers if you just keep saying everything wrong with your product you do have to make your product seem um you know, as good as possible, but still, you know, acknowledging that those negatives and then, you know, um, talking about how, you know, changing those things into a positive, which essentially it's a counter argument. If you want to talk about in English terms, um, counter argument refutation. Um, and so that, that's important in terms of advertising, being transparent, being a transparent company and making sure that you're really serving your consumers to the best of your ability. And like with that, that's one of, I guess, the biggest reasons why, like, it's also hard to speak about this because it's so, like, there's such a big gray area um, because you can argue, oh no, like marketing and target marketing, it's completely fine. You're not doing anything wrong. You're just using the information you've been given and you're um, giving it, like you're using that to advertise products to the world. But then the, the thing is, ethical marketing is where, like, this is something I just have written down. So comparison from, let me check the website. Uh, it's MV Organizing. It's their comparison. But they say that ethical marketing will sympathize with emotions, while unethical marketing will exploit the emotions. Like I said, using um, fear, um, the disadvantages of their cust- customers or consumers, and by tricks. So that's the thing, like you can argue that when someone is saying something, you can't say that, oh, they weren't sympathizing with the emotions, they were exploiting them. Because it can, I guess it's really up to viewer interpretation, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why it's, like I said, very gray area. Uh, and then uh, combining Anushka's and Priya's like topics a little bit, I just thought of this right now, but like, um, if AIs are able to like, you know, get information, like, you know, process this information, they probably also know like, given that they can track your data, like with my aspect as well, wouldn't like, is this a thought? Like it's, it's not developed yet, but like they could probably also like tell your type of thinking, like, you know, the way you like type of thing, like, you know, they can probably like, probably in the future, I don't know if they do it right now, like we don't know, or I don't know, but they could probably even like guess the type of person you are and they could use that for like, rhetorics I guess in a way like again English my, I love um like it's again like to the English like you know you have rhetorics and you have like um you, there's like three I don't remember um those like logos, logos path yeah, yeah 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 um they they also use that in like targeting advertising because like sometimes like you know um like Krisha said unethical advertise uh ethical advertising sympathizes with your emotions right so that's like oh use of that and they'll just be like you know we feel really bad for you that you can't do this so here's a way to make it better or like you know here's a way to look better they, they just like in the sense they kind of just like use your emotions for and that's not even just like you know um 
digital marketing like that's also done like on posters or like um when you go like to a store and you see like these like you know random like brand ambassadors posters mm-hmm. that was like you do you like looking good you should get this jeans it makes it's just like okay like i see you're you're just like you know getting like benefit off of your insecurities so mm-hmm. and i promised that this would come back to technology so i'll just show the relation <laughs> yeah. nearly really quickly um so how this t- I think the easiest way to tie this back to technology is the whole idea of false advertising, because I think when we're on social media, when we're using technology, um, there is like a sense of vulnerability to it just because you don't have control over everything like this is like we've talked about this entire episode. We don't we didn't know specifically that like our data is being tracked or that we didn't it wasn't our choice to have like all the data interconnected, like how we said with Facebook. And I think Anushka, you said Facebook and Instagram, like the Hollister Mm -hmm. ads and such. So if you don't have control over that, um, over that information, then it's just really easy to get tricked. And especially this also kind of ties back into um, peer pressure. I don't know which appeal this is exactly, I think. Was it ethos or no? It was logos because it's like 10 people have this. So all of your peers have this. So you should too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So when you're doing advertising in that way as well, and like um, target, target marketing specifically, then using that vulnerability and false advertising, um, that's I think the biggest thing that comes out of technology with unethical marketing. Yeah. So, Definitely. And I think, you know, I, I really love the conversations with technology and ethics because, I mean, I, there are two things that you wouldn't think, just like like we said at first glance, you wouldn't think of ethics really being related to, to technology, but it is, especially with the AI. And, you know, I talk about this with Prisha, but I love psychoanalyzing people and just the psychology is actually a pretty interesting concept. And so it's actually, you know, used in computer science a lot. Um, in terms of like, obviously the AI needs to decide what, like with the train situation or any situation, how it's going to do things ethically or unethically. And there's a lot of just like mixings between the two that you maybe wouldn't think of initially. And I think that's why it was also a little, I'm really sorry I couldn't give like a really big and informational presentation with this. Um, Because ethical marketing and unethical marketing and just target marketing as a whole, I, I guess it's really up to where you as an individual want to draw the line. Mm-hmm. Like, where does it become bad? How much are you willing to accept as ethical or good? Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's where it becomes a problem when you put it into the hands of the AI. The mm-hmm. AI is going to choose something and it's going to do however it sees fit. But another two people may not think that you know, one person may think, oh yeah, it's doing the correct thing. Another person may think it's not doing the correct thing. And that is where you get chaos um, and arguments. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, sometimes I'm watching like Bollywood, like again, I'm just gonna connect this. Hey, I love yeah. the Bollywood discussion. Um, <laughs> no, but like, you know, I uh, like the older movies, like in the beginning, they just have like, don't smoke, it's harmful to you. And yeah. they like mm-hmm. always give like the most gruesome, the like ad the images yeah and like like you know, like your lungs will look like this in like 30 years you just be like disgusting but like nowadays they don't even do that at least mm-hmm. like the ones that i've seen they kind of just like while they're smoking like you know there's a scene where they like the hero will be smoking 
This is yeah. like the line on the wall. Like, exactly. You don't smoke. Yeah. Smoking is and smoking and alcohol is like dangerous to your health. I'm just like, if you are like, if, if that's the case, then why are you showing it on screen? Like, we're billions of people are watching this. Like, impressionable exactly. kids are watching this. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, so like that's for that for me is unethical. Like you know, you can't just do that yeah. and have like a little sign. And these kids can't even read, first of all. So you just have like, exactly. and, they, and like you know, even I've had like I was in interviews where like these like adults be like you know when I was younger like you know you have like these people smoking and you think that's really cool. So they would grow up and become smokers and like you know some someone's like some of like someone from their family just be like no that's like bad. So they'll they mm-hmm. you know, they'll eventually quit. But like still like what was the point of all that like? because been like no smoking whatsoever exactly and the media definitely has like a play into the whole marketing and advertising as well I mean even maybe one of the biggest ways that people advertise things is through celebrities and through um you know those movies and just mass media in general yeah and influencers mm-hmm. there's like times where like you know certain things we like yeah I, I do sports so like I should do become a sports ambassador or something it's like yeah. and all the kids that um, I don't know how much I get a lot of asked for Invisalign even though I don't even wear braces I just get like Invisalign ads and it's literally all like you know young like young influencers who like have like 12 and younger following like yeah mm-hmm. and it's like it's very like transparent with like you know Invisalign it's trying to like get you know teenagers to like wear Invisalign and just showing out their teeth and it's just like oh my god before I try Invisalign my eyes have to wear like braces and then it's just like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, like the, when you say that, then the number one thing that just comes to my mind is like, I've, um, I watch a lot of High School Musical, the musical, the series. <laughs> uh, one of the actresses who I think is like really amazing, um, Sophia Wiley, she, on her Instagram, she has a lot of the um, advertisements for Invisalign and such. And all the products that she advertises, I think they're like paid sponsorships. They are all kind of like, um, you know, uh, beauty products for like for teenagers, um, Invisalign for teenagers. And so I specific audience again, yeah, target yeah. marketing, specific audiences. And I think like that's a really big reason why a bunch of these major companies are always trying to get, um, you know, major celebrities to give like to review their sorry, not I, I didn't mean for major <laughs> celebrities, but like you don't you're not specific yeah what's specific thing I can't talk I'm so sorry you're not <laughs> focusing specifically on just like them being a super big celebrity but more on their following like the age range of their followers mm-hmm. yeah definitely there yeah and, yeah and all like the, the the side notes were like we're just like like you know stumbling or worse that's those are signs of a burned out teenager okay you guys don't don't come at us please <laughs> just signs of a burned out teenager <laughs> yeah not being able to speak and you know just having a bunch of homework good yeah. times I, i'm really sorry for that stumble up just now no i can't talk either <clears throat> the whole like well, okay i can't even say the word uh the whole like you know the thing we had in the middle which is like how do you see this word that was very funny um <laughs> yeah but I think you know wrapping up today's episode here thank you guys so so much for tuning in and sticking with us for season two and we hope you'll tune in for all of our future episodes and I promise we will have more funny um, incidents because you know just as the year progresses we're just going to get more and more burnt out yeah
Yeah, it, it, at one point, we won't, like, I feel like final scientists, we won't be able to speak at all. Like, we're just be like, oh, what, what was the thing? Um, but yeah, and also falls on all socials. See, again, I can't. Um, and like, give a like on our Instagram post. Um, and please listen to us. I know we may sound, I know our first episode was really bad, but like, please, it gets better. Well, I think, you know, it was, it was good for us, you know, doing our first ever episode and i think we've definitely improved since then and found our style of yeah i'm going to say one thing about the first episode the reason why the style changed so drastically from the first to the second episode rashima just like you can see but rashima just um covered her mouth in like shock i think um in the first episode we were using hand signals and we were raising our hands yeah nobody saw that but we obviously it was a recording but we were using hand signals to see who wanted to go next and who wanted who was going to talk so chaotic and that's why there wasn't much interaction but i promise we're getting better and i hope we've gotten better since then yeah Yeah, please keep listening to us (laughs) <laughs> I like I hope we also entertain you at some point as like our main goal is to like you know foster inclusivity. Oh my god. Okay. I'm just finishing a time out, time out, time out on the thing. Okay, so okay, Rashima's done. Finishing the outro, please leave suggestions. We'd love to hear from you. You can email us at teentuckiespodcast at gmail.com or you can leave us DMs or comments on our Instagram. We are at teen.techies on Instagram. Yes. Um, And with that, thank you once again for listening and Teen Techies signing off.